Happy 2022. Happy. Oh, I messed that one up you already. Two. Here we go. You said three. Okay. Happy. Is it on uh, one or three? One, two, three. One, two, three. Happy 2022. Well, Gil, the world made it through another year of COVID, and our podcast, Retire There with Gil and Jean, made it through 2021 without missing a week. Oh, thank God. That's right. We released 52 episodes. While all of the shows are about retirement destinations, each episode was different in its own way. Most obviously, locations were different. 24 episodes featured locations within the United States. 26 covered international locations. One featured nomads. And then there was our 2020 year-end roundup episode. Wow. Has it really been a year? I have COVID brain fog, insomnia, <laughs> RAS. What's that? It's a term that I came up with and I trademarked standing for retirement acceptance syndrome. <laughs> it's something you'll come to appreciate, Gene, when you get there. Everyone thinks that Oh, they're going to have so much free time. They can't wait. They can't wait to retire. But something clicks in. I can't really explain it. Only those who have retired and not everyone uh, agrees with me and undergoes this metamorphosis. Um, I need to write a paper about this. I mean, get it published and peer reviewed, then get a doctorate to add to my JD. <laughs> yeah, you, you have fun with that, Gil. Okay. I accept that challenge, Gil. Because yes, there are some people like you who have a problem when they retire. They don't know how to adjust right away. Most of them do fine after a little while. But then there are others who jump right in and have no problem retiring from the get-go. I'm guessing I'm going to be one of those people. I've been working since I think I'm 12 years old. I've had it. I mean, I love my job, but you know, I really want to see the world. And as I've said, before I want to see trees. Well, you know what? Guess what? I want to see all those things too. I want to see the world, but you're not retired and you won't take retirement yet. So there you go. I can't go to Costa Rica by myself. Good I mean, point. I can. Am I capable? Oh, absolutely. I can. <laughs> but will I without you? I don't think that's too nice. That's nice. And by the way, you don't have any hard evidence about the people who say they're going to retire and jump right in and enjoy it. Believe you me, your entire life, you've been working towards retirement from day one, from the moment you were born, from kindergarten, you were working towards <laughs> elementary, from grade school to junior high, et cetera, et cetera. Then it was your career or not working, your working life for years and years and years. And all of a sudden, a sudden halt. There are things that are going to appear in your head that you are going to be shocked by. Is this my second act? Is this the third part of my life? Will I die tomorrow? Will I... What am, what's going to happen to my body when I die? So it's weird, weird things. All right. That's all right. why I did take a part-time job that lasted three weeks <laughs> at a national home improvement center, which I won't discuss in this episode, but it will come out in the next uh, few episodes. So uh, we digress. Gene and I, first and foremost, to all you listening every week, we are deeply, deeply grateful for your continued support, including the letters that you're sending in, suggesting additional locations, suggesting ideas. We're just plain happy that you enjoy the shows and subscribed. Yeah, it's really Please nice. Please know yeah, that we are researching all the time. And when we find guests who meet our criteria, we try our best to get them on the show. As of December 31st of 2021, Retire There counted over 26,000 downloads with listeners in over 2,300 cities 
within 76 countries. You know, we're pretty proud of that. Thus far, we've released 64 episodes, 52 of which are from last year. 2021. (laughs) We haven't missed releasing an episode since we started. Every Saturday, do or die. We strive to push one out every single week. So as a result, we've aged. More gray (laughs) hairs have come out of my head. I don't have any to come out, unfortunately. (laughs) We keep going. And our perseverance has paid off, which we'll talk a little more about later. But for now, we were in shock when we heard that Listen Notes, an organization that collects metrics, reputable, and much more, and yields a listener's score, stated that we are in the top 3% of top 3% of over 2 million podcasts globally. Wow. First, let's talk a little bit about how we got into recording international locations. Gene? Yeah, I'm so glad we did. When we launched the podcast in November of 2020, we featured only American destinations. We had not considered retiring outside the U.S. We didn't think about doing foreign countries. By the end of 2020, we had released 12 episodes and had exhausted our list of friends and relatives who had retired or and relocated in the U.S. So our decision to leave our comfort zone by interviewing retired expats came as a surprise. In our second episode of 2021, we interviewed a couple from Carmiel, Israel. Although we don't think we'd like to move to Israel, that episode showed us how interesting and exciting it could be to live abroad. The reaction from our audience indicated that there was a demand for foreign coverage. We proceeded to release a total of 26 international episodes in 2021, and those are some of our most popular shows. Our expat guest has taught us that visiting attractions is sometimes nice. The real experience of living in a foreign land is meeting and learning from the locals. They also emphasize that we are guests and should respect the country and behave like guests. Many moved overseas for financial reasons, while others yearned to make their savings go much, much further, even to the point of luxury. Listeners ask whether we've decided on a place. Our wonderful guests have given us so much to think about. It's confused us even more. Oh, yeah. And we're not holding back, people. We would really love to tell you, but we just don't know yet. What Gene and I have agreed on is one thing, to either buy or rent a small place in the Northeast. We haven't agreed on that. Yes, we did. Likely Pennsylvania as of this moment. (laughs) And we'll travel abroad twice a year from there. That we've agreed on. Yeah. Why Pennsylvania? Because my six siblings are in the Northeast. We don't see each other all that much, but we have an ongoing text thread that's spanned over the years. And, you know, for me, it just feels right psychologically to be near them. I mean, that's just me. I hate to tell you, Gil, but the text thread would work from Washington State or Oregon just fine. Yeah, but you know, we're on the same same time zone. I want to be able to just kind of drive over to their house now that I'm free without having a job. I plan to do that. And that is something I can do okay. while you're still working. Because yes. of taxes and the cost of living, Pennsylvania is so ideal. It's really good for retirees. Okay. Now, we won't live directly in Philadelphia. Uh, we, we will probably most likely live in a suburb of Philly. So long as we can get to Philly Chinatown or some of the Middle Eastern restaurants that we know about and, you know, just our love of food, we want to be surrounded by a very diverse area. And uh, Philly would absolutely do that. And you'll hear my wish list now for our home. This is my wish list. Gene will sprinkle his thoughts here and there. (laughs) One, 
I want to be within 30 to 40 minutes of an international airport. All right. None of these connecting, connecting, connecting flights. I have no patience. I become a real nasty person. So (laughs) that's important. Two, I don't want to have neighbors suffocating me. I like people, but then sometimes I don't. So I don't want to look out the window and say, stop screaming. Okay. (laughs) I want to be in a quiet place. Three, the home must have three to four bedrooms, probably two bathrooms. One bedroom for the two of us, one for our son, even though he doesn't live at home anymore, he comes home pretty often and he has to feel comfortable that it's his space. The third is for our podcast studio slash office slash gym. That's where the Peloton's going. Yeah. Better have a good view, Gil. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a great point. (laughs) That Peloton takes up at least half the room. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, it does. Okay. And finally, the fourth room will be for our guests. And our interests, hobbies, crafts, what have you. You know, I have a really nice sewing machine that I'd done a lot of research on before I bought. And how much have you used it? Maybe I've used it a handful of times. It's a genome. And you've had it for six years, eight years? Yeah, six years, but it's in great shape. So (laughs) I need to get that out. Number four on the wish list, no basement. No basement, no floods, no, no, you know, weird things like bugs. Um, no, you never know who's hiding that down that basement. There you go. Yeah, I hate basements. And now <laughs> we don't have to have one because we don't want one. Five, a view of big, mature trees outside our window. I don't know, possibly within 10 feet. I don't even know what I'm talking about. As long as they don't hit the house during a storm. <laughs> and so long as those roots don't crawling into our living yeah, room. Yeah. Six, I love A-frame homes. So to the extent possible, I would love an A-frame home, a black a, with a lot of windows, a lot of a lot of glass because I need sunlight. I get depressed when I don't get enough sunlight and the vitamin D just isn't really hacking it. So I want one of those. 7, enough land for a shallow pool. Remember, I still can't swim and I need that pool. I really want to when it gets really hot, 3 to 4 feet the highest. And finally, walking distance to comfort food, including lattes, you know, all sorts of goody. A bookstore, maybe. A bookstore would be nice. A stationery store. I don't know. That's quite a list, though. Can't I want to get near, what you want, Gil. I want to learn. Yeah, I really finally want to learn uh, how to make pottery and mm-hmm. things like that. Okay. That's our wish list. You don't hear Gene uh, saying much there. Well, I agree with a lot of it, but um, the location, we'll have to talk a little more about the location. So you don't have a problem with my wish list? Uh, Most of it's fine. Yeah. Okay. All right. That sounds good. I Um, have my Peloton. That's all I care about. And you know what? (laughs) I just realized the other day, we don't need to have a single story. We said we wanted a ranch because as we get older, Mm -hmm. climbing up and down steps is not fun. And I fall like at least once a year, I trip or I, you know, I don't know. (laughs) That's because I was thinking about our later years. We could buy or, you know, live in a home for the next maybe 10, 20 years. And then if we really need something smaller with the single level structure, we can move again. Right. As long as the house with more than one floor has a bedroom and bath, full bath on the first floor. Yeah. That that would be good. And we can throw our guests and our son and everything else on the second floor. Yeah. Okay. That works. All right. So what have we learned in 2021? We want to share this with you guys because you are listening intently and we just want to share with you what we've been going through. Again, we only started this podcast a little over a year ago. 
And this has been really interesting. Gene, you want to start? I do. We've gained an enormous amount of knowledge from our guests in 2021. The surprise, though, is that we learned a lot about ourselves. Some of our guests chose extremely adventurous retirements. For example, Julie and Glenn Bradley, both former military, who retired to Pine Top, Arizona. But before they did that, they sailed around the world for eight years and endured monumental storms and Brutal pirates. I still can't get over that. Pirates. Yeah, they're, they're an amazing couple. <laughs> yeah, just an amazing are. couple. And <laughs> they, and they, they have, really they're not afraid of anything. Not afraid of anything. And and they really I asked them at one point, they thought they might not make it through one of the storms. Yeah. I just can't imagine that. I know. They're a great couple. Yeah, um, they really are. They're they're amazing. And they also introduced us to all that Red Cross activity. That yeah, the they volunteered couple, for the Red Cross. That's a wonderful and thing. And they yeah. did amazing things because they wanted to give back. Yes. And her family also was affected in one of those horrible um, storms. Yes. Where the water reached the upper levels of the house. So they saw how much the Red Cross did out of people's hearts. And so, we may do that. Yeah. No, we are. And, and I started the application, but then you said you wanted to join me. And once again... You're still working. <laughs> okay, next. Okay, next are David and Champa Jarmel, who retired to Durham, North Carolina. But before their retirement, they served in the Peace Corps for three years. Wow. Other folks ran into unexpected problems and overcame them. For instance, Diane Maxwell, who retired to Panama, paid for a house to be built in Panama. <laughs> the house was constructed, but Diane never received title. These events would have devastated many, but not Diane. She had another house built and today lives happily in Panama. She's amazing. Yeah. Then there's Jane Fadley. She started her retirement living her dream by moving to a quaint town in the Irish countryside. Unfortunately, a few years after she moved, the Irish immigration laws changed, forcing her to leave Ireland. Wow. That was sad. Although she was devastated at first, Jane picked herself up and searched for a town in the States which reminded her of Ireland. Although it's not quite the same as Ireland, Jane is quite content in Fletcher, North Carolina. Yeah, supposedly it's got a lot of Irish memories and yeah. places that remind her of Ireland. Well, she did a lot of research. Mm -hmm. Well, we may not be as courageous as some of our guests. We have come to realize that when we are both retired, we'll seek adventure. And if we come across obstacles, we'll be calm and endure. Don't you think, Gil? Yeah. Well, I hope so anyway. Well, some of those anti-anxiety meds will help. <laughs> they will really come in handy, you know? Here are some interesting facts about some of our guests. We met some snowbirds, and some have homes in and outside the U.S. For example, Denise Ellis and Bill Wilson. They live in western Massachusetts, and in the winter, they go to Greenville, South Carolina. And then there's Karen and Richard McCann, who live in gorgeous Marin County, California. I mean, that would have been my first choice, but um, I, I just can't be sure that I could live comfortably in a place where there's all these elements of our climate and ongoing changes and that are unforeseen. it's incredibly expensive also. Yeah. So Marin County and Sevilla, Spain, which is a gorgeous place. So that's their other home. Yeah, they have two great places. Yeah, yeah wonderful. And then we have Mark Greenside and Donna Umeki, who live in Brittany, France. Oakland, California, and Manhattan. I would say they have the best of all worlds. They're the winners, you think, Joe? I probably think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love them. They're funny. Oh, they're such nice people, yes. And Donna and Mark created a holiday card for me with a haiku that was just beautiful. Kudos to you two out there. <laughs> I don't think it was just for you. 
Uh, it was for you too. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I think you. other people got the same one. Oh yeah, yeah. Other people got, but you know, we're 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 new on the list. Okay, we made the list. We had three guests who run guest houses, and we hope to visit all of them. Yeah. First, Neil Kramer, who retired to Bali, runs a small hotel with the pool, and it's called the Ohana Retreat Bali. Okay. He's also building amazing modern homes with pools in Bali. And they appear affordable to us, to Americans. They are affordable. And if anyone's interested in one, we will connect you. His place is just stunning. And Neil is quite happy there. Two, Barbara Palermo and Ken Hill. They have a B&B in a farmhouse in the countryside of Sicily. Talk about beautiful land. Uh-huh. You know, they never ran a farm before. They seem to have picked it up. But this farmhouse, this place is really cute. And it has a bocce court. Yes. And she's also a great cook, by the way. Great chef, I should say. Yeah. And they're both really nice people. Yeah. Really nice. We have Sabina Ostrowska and Robert Ryan. They run two highly rated guest suites known as Berogia among the olive groves in the countryside of Andalusia, Spain. And they are super nice as well. And they also happen to be teachers during the day. They run an English school. Oh, that's right. So it's a lot of kids. I remember it's uh, younger children. Kids who want to learn English, yes. Or maybe the parents forcing them them to. The next category is some found pretty inexpensive places to live. Oh, yeah. One, the Janet Blazer, who has been featured on national television. Right, CNBC. CNBC. She walks you through her home. The reporter just notes the beauty in the place. She's what, five, half a block from the beach? Yeah. She's in Mazatlan, Mexico, and her rent, check this out, is 420 a month. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's also amazing because she's gotten so much publicity for herself. We really have to hire her. Yeah. For publicity. <laughs> I know, we need her she's, to market she's us. She's incredible. She's just a great person. And she's a surfer. Yeah, she's a She surfer. learned surfing while she was out there. When you, when you live half a block from the beach, man, you can learn a lot of things. Then we found Donnie, also former military, and his wife, Victoria Chamberlain. They now rent an apartment in San Cristobal, Dominican Republic, for under 300 a month. Wow. And they're renting while their house was being built. Right. Which they will move to in the immediate future. And that was also a deal. I can't remember the price, but it was. Yeah, that was an amazing deal. It, was, it sounded and like a great deal. I yeah. think those numbers just to rent, like you can live really well for under $300 a month in a what? Two bedroom? I believe two it was bedroom, two bedroom. Yeah. Two bathroom. I mean, I, I was shocked. Now, you know, we hear about Dominican Republic, like the club meds. And what comes to mind for me is, oh, it's expensive, you know, because for tourist reasons, people do go there a lot. But you can live in the DR very affordably. And that's including healthcare. And now we have Mark and Kathleen Sternberg, who purchased a house in Mount Airy, North Carolina, and they pay less per month on their mortgage than they were spending on rent. Mount Airy, by the way, is known as the real Mayberry and is the birthplace of Andy Griffith. The town is one of the few American places we have covered where real estate prices do not seem to have gone up dramatically. Right, Gene? Yeah, it's amazing. These prices are all around the country have gone up so much. But there, they've gone up, but I think it's, it's still doable for a lot of people. Yeah. It seems like a, a, a place people who are looking for a deal should know about. True, true. So let's cover some of our interesting folks. Oh, we have a lot of them. We'll start out with Anita Weiss. She's former military, and she gets around Greenville, Tennessee on a really cool three-wheel motorcycle. 
I'd love to have one of those. Yeah. Anita lives surrounded by trees and she did a lot of research and she found Greenville to be lovely and affordable. Yeah. And she wanted a sort of a country place and that's what she found. And then there's the great Herb Walker of (laughs) Cary, North Carolina, (laughs) who generously provided us with the best public relations we could ever ask for. Thanks, Herb. He's amazing. Through his networking and fabulous personality, Herb Show was the most downloaded episode for many months. It's now number four, but still first among U.S. episodes. By the way, Gene, our other top five most downloaded episodes include, drumroll, number one, Valencia, Spain, two, Tavira, Portugal, three, Oaxaca City, Mexico, and San Ramon, Costa Rica, four, Cary, also known as Cary Apex, North Carolina. And number five, guess what? Brittany, France. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Then we want to introduce you to Rob Evans of San Jose, Costa Rica. Love him. He is known as the bus ninja of Costa Rica. And why is that, Gene? Because he runs a Facebook page on how to get anywhere in Costa Rica by bus. People know him all over. As a matter of fact, I believe he said he was in Mexico once and some guy on a bus recognized him. (laughs) from the web. It's it's amazing. Yeah. And we want to really give a big thank you to Rob and Jenny Evans, who have been so gracious. Yeah. They found guests for us. us. They found guests for us. They recommended us. They send us articles. They're wonderful. But first, a big shout out and thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts to Marilyn Kozlowski, who administers the Facebook group Where to Retire. I reached out to Marilyn at the very beginning of our show back in 2020 when we were developing it. I asked her whether she knew of anyone who might be a good guest on our new podcast. And she led us to Rob Evans. From that point forward, everything has been really um, magical for us because Rob did introduce us to other people because he really loved uh, our show and what we do and what we represent. And during times of COVID, when people are still hoping to move or to live elsewhere, they listen to the show and say, wow, you know, we couldn't travel, we couldn't get out, but your show has kept us optimistic and hopeful that we will be able to eventually go out to some of these places. Yeah, and Rob seems to be helpful to everybody. He's just he's just a real nice guy. Yeah. You know, if you guys haven't heard the episode, it's episode 21. And it's really, it's really funny how he got his wife to oh. move to Costa Rica as well. Okay. Next we have Steve and Paulette Tuggle, who helped start an English language church in Medellin, Colombia. And wonderful, wonderful people as well. They have really done a lot for their community. Mm-hmm. and learn Spanish. We are grateful to them. And now we have Terry Dean Roberts, mm-hmm. former military who moved to Cuenca, Ecuador. He wrote one of the most popular books on moving to Ecuador. It's called Relocating to Ecuador, Eyes Wide Open. That's really cool. Then there's Colleen Kelly Meller's husband, Paul Wesley Gates, who survived after getting hit by a truck driven by a child. That yes, was, you heard that. That was crazy. 
Their episode covers Warwick, Rhode Island, and Asheville, North Carolina. All right, now I'm going to go into New York speed, even though some of you have told us that you put us on one and a half speed. (laughs) And I think that's great. I really do. So I'm going to do that for you. And if you put me on one and a half, then you'll hear it like this. It'll be really funny, but you know, you might really enjoy it. I'm going down the list, Gene. Then we have Russell Blake, where we covered Mexico's lesser known retirement jewels. He's a New York Times bestselling author of suspense and thriller novels. At one point, he released 25 thrillers in 30 months. He opened our eyes to five-star venues in Mexico, places with little tourism. Imagine affording a luxurious home on a golf course. Well, thank you, Russell. Alison Armstrong and Don Reed, who sold everything and traveled the world for six years before retiring to stunning Vancouver, Canada. And they both have this great blog. You should check out their stories. They're so creative. They're, they're great writers and really fun reads. And in 2013, the senior nomads, Debbie and Michael Campbell, got rid of all their possessions and started traveling around the world, staying in Airbnbs. Can you imagine just moving from one Airbnb to another? I can't like imagine nonstop. That. Then Karen and Richard McCann of Sevilla, Spain, they sometimes take short trips without taking any luggage. Well, that's a real challenge. Not everyone can do that. And sometimes they get strange looks when they check in, but that's for another day. Karen also (laughs) maintains an amazing blog. And Karen has also introduced us to friends who have moved elsewhere outside of the United States. So thank you, Karen. And I am so glad our paths crossed. You guys are a lot of fun and we hope to see you in the near future. (laughs) We don't know when that's going to be. Maybe, maybe 2023. Who knows? Hopefully 2022. Yeah, I know. I know. But Hazel Sumali was the first and thus far only guest to appear on our show twice. She was on episode seven from 2020, where she and her husband retired to Las Vegas. And then she returned in episode 35 when she moved from Las Vegas to Hawaii. Yes, Hazel is the woman who left her husband in Vegas to be near her grandchildren, though, in Hawaii. The Hawaii episode was aired live as part of the first Asian podcast festival. We are so grateful to Hazel. She's done so much for the education system. She was also the mentor to one of my best friends, Lisa Suzuki, (laughs) who I'm waiting for her to retire so we can go shopping every day. Not that we (laughs) shop every day. We like to get our steps in. Lisa tends to get her steps in through walking her dogs, but I don't have a dog and no I don't plan to get one in the near future. So thank you to Lisa and thank you. I want a dog. (laughs) All right. All right. We'll get you one. We'll get you one. (laughs) Then we have Bill and Jacqueline Dahl of Santiago de Gerardado. As Bill reminded us several times that we mispronounced it. It's Santiago de Gerardado. In Mexico. In Mexico. Who warned us to research the land and water in where you purchase a home. Make sure it's not contaminated. Whoa. Our youngest guests have been Rolanda Stinson Smiley, 38 years old, and Tracy Stinson Smiley, 48, 
of Manta, Ecuador. They found tremendous support through Facebook when making their big move. Yeah, they explained how Facebook made things very easy for them. And we'll let all of you know, if you don't know already, that Facebook has so many resources. We never knew how many groups existed on Facebook. You know, we had been off social media for some time and we, you know, we watch and read, but we were never so engaged in these groups. There's a great group out there called Where to Retire, Facebook, Where to Retire. And you can just join and read everything about where people are looking to retire. They're curious about places and is it affordable? Is there healthcare? And so there are these conversations that are very engaging and people from all over participate. So just just be aware of that. And it's interesting that Rolanda and Tracy, what they found helpful was a Facebook page on Black expats in Ecuador. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. So they are that specific. Yeah. You know, you can home, you know, home in on some of this stuff. Yeah. And then we have Richard Joins, a Brit who <laughs> lived in New York City for many years, Manhattan, that is. Then he wished to live and retire in Vietnam, which he did. But the sounds of the evening were just a little too much for him to handle. So he wound up in Phuket, Thailand, and he's loving it. So good for you, Richard. Okay, then we have Richard Barbary, former military, and Rumyana Marcheva, who moved to Pravets, Bulgaria. They are our first guests to move to a former Soviet country. Also, lovely people. We'll be putting a new website up, hopefully, in 2022. We have a lot of photos from these guys, and we plan to share them all with you. The great thing about Bulgaria is that they say you can live there for not a lot of money. And it's, you know, it's in Europe. So you can fly to all these other European cities inexpensively. And Richard and Rumiane love it there. How about when one of Mark Greenside's former girlfriends gave him an ultimatum to spend a summer in Brittany, France or break up? Well, Mark didn't speak French. He didn't much like the French and they didn't seem to like him. Well, he fell in love with Brittany. He did go and he fell out of love with the girl. <laughs> he had no money or possessions, but with a little family help, he bought a house in Brittany and then found his dream girl, Donna Umeki. They now have the best of all worlds. Literally, they live in both France, the United States, that's Oakland, California, and Manhattan. We are definitely going to visit them. We, we just don't know in which places. Maybe we'll skip Manhattan. <laughs> All right, Gene. That's the easiest, though. I know. Before running Mega Yacht, Cynthia and Winston Hovey lived and worked on a tiny island with a population of five in the <laughs> British Virgin Islands. That's right. Population five. You think you can handle that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they have that... a Trader Joe's there. No Trader Joe's, I don't think. And I don't think I could handle that because that's a little scary for me. <laughs> but you know what? Their lives were so full and they did it. They did it. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. But they ultimately retired in Venice, Florida. But they still travel. They have an RV and they travel across the country still. Then we come to Helen Dunframe, who has not only written three books about retiring to Costa Rica, but she's also written three mystery novels. Wow. Helen is a treasure. And to speak to her was one of the highlights of our year. I mean, just a sweet, sweet, really intelligent author. And so if you get a chance, you should really check out her work. Gloria and Paul Yateman retired to Costa Rica and created an amazing blog, helping people move to Costa Rica step by step. And for more adventure, they then moved to Oaxaca, Mexico. Wow. Yeah. Then we have Gene Found. Ah, uh, the great Iggy Ignatius. 
Yay. He built a retirement community targeted at 55 plus Indian Americans. It even serves cafeteria style Indian food twice a day. Wouldn't you love that, Gil? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The place is difficult to pronounce. So I'm going to give it a shot. Shanti Niketan. Okay. And it's located in Tavares, Florida, which is very close to the villages as we know it. They're a place sounds just amazing. It's, it is really, really very nice. Iggy built it near Orlando with the idea of luring grandchildren to visit. So that's a really good episode. Yeah. And he says he claims the food is really good because mm-hmm. he said if the food wasn't good, he'd be hearing everything from these uh, retirees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so they actually have a menu uh, that rotates every month and they and people vote on which meals or which foods you should keep. Yeah. To keep on the menu. So I could live on that every day. I mean, <laughs> I love good Indian food and and this is genuine. This is really a genuine place. Yeah. Then we have Nancy Colmer of Langhorne, Pennsylvania. She's a writer and, ex- and expert on second act careers. Yeah. And co- coincidentally, Nancy is the sister to David Jarmel, who we interviewed earlier. And I was very nervous when we learned that Nancy would be interested in speaking with us because I had been following her blogs and writings for a little bit. And I thought, oh, my God, a celebrity, a celebrity. So I was a little nervous about that. And then we finally released a Midwest episode with Julie Sosinski retiring to Hayward, Wisconsin, who loves Hayward because isn't she like she's so with the fishing, fishing, fishing yeah. like every day. Fishing is the big thing. And that's one of the fishing capitals. Yeah. yeah. So when Julie talks about fishing and what was the other thing? Southern comfort. Wasn't that the other big thing? Oh, some kind of drink. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were going to treat us to a lot of liquor. I remember. (laughs) So I don't know. Fishing, then liquor. Just don't go near the water. Okay. When you're doing both. (laughs) And Gene, I think there was something that you wanted to mention. The one thing which surprised me about our guests in 2021 is that so many of them are into opera. I know people may be sick of hearing me say this. (laughs) or, Or maybe someday I'll figure why they love opera or not okay and you know what we don't have to do it i don't I think gonna i'm gonna figure it to out Met because we are so close to the metropolitan opera yeah but there are a lot of things in oh. new york city we're closer that we've never done hmm. i am curious <laughs> maybe we'll just do a youtube right okay we'll we'll watch a, an opera okay so we say all this to now bring you to our success. I mean, I think that we we are very happy about the things that we've accomplished this year. And, and grateful. So, yeah, we are very, very grateful and honored to have met everyone. And we are honored to have you listen to our program. It's given us the energy to continue knowing that people are interested in doing uh, what we want to do. If we can help you in any way, let us know also mm-hmm. what areas to cover. And if you know anyone, you don't have to pursue them. Just give us their names. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll follow up. But we'll track them down. We wanted to share with you, Gene and I were thrilled to receive some great publicity in 2021 for our hard work. Yeah, this, we, is, this is a section called Shameless Self-Promotion. <laughs> no, we're just proud of ourselves. And yeah, you're taking credit. Right. But here are some of the accolades we received. Retire There with Gil and Jean won a 2021 
Golden Crane Award in the category of Best Society and Culture by the Asian American Podcast Association. We were so honored. We were also invited to and appeared on Wes Moss's podcast, Retire Sooner. It's episode 52, and the title of the show is Selecting Your Ideal Retirement Location with Gil and Chan and Jean Prudhomme. And that was released on September 27th, 2021. That was a lot of fun, but we were nervous and we were in the... Um... Yeah. Opposite seats of where we usually are. We, <laughs> yeah. were, we were the guests. Yeah. But so Wes, we, we had no control. How'd you handle that, Gil? Well, Wes made us very comfortable. He's he's actually a celebrity of sorts. He was no, he was, I think, he, on the second he was on second the second season of Apprentice. Yeah. Don't hold that against him. <laughs> Wes is a really nice guy. He's a financial advisor. And what we felt grateful for was that we were in the first season of the show and among other people who were, God, we were out of our league. Yeah. I mean, Gene Chatsky was on the show, Gretchen Rubin, and there's others who I can't think of at the moment. To be amongst these folks, wow. I mean, I want to say we made it, but that's just a joke, okay? <laughs> We were the subject of an article called Looking for Paradise through the Rutgers University Alumni Association, which was published on March 8, 2021. And Amy Vames interviewed us. And Amy, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you did such a great job and made us sound so professional, like we knew what we were doing. <laughs> a little does she know. Yeah. So thank you. Amy. Yeah, thank you so much. And finally, one of our guests, Karen McCann of Sevilla, Spain, wrote a great article titled Where to Retire? One Couple's Ingenious Way to Figure It Out. Karen, thank you for thinking that we were creative and ingenious. <laughs> I don't think Jean has ever been called ingenious. My name is Jean. That's why my name is Jean. Ingenious, <laughs> don't you get it? All right. All right. All right. All right. I was saying that I was going to go through the New York uh, speed here. But so, Jean, what's in store for 2022? We have a lot in store. I'm ready for it. Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're planning some great shows. Here's a sampling of what's to come. We're excited about an upcoming episode on retiring in manufactured homes in Florida. Our guest, Russ Watson, is one of the leading experts on the subject. Prepare to take notes during this thoroughly educational episode. Yeah, he's he's a smart guy and knows so much about the subject. Oh, yeah. And he's all over the internet. Next Donna and Gary Brown released a rock album 30 years after they recorded with their band Medusa. Donna and Gary will talk about their slow rise to rock stardom and their decision to retire in the historic mining ghost town of Pierce, Arizona. Of all the places we've interviewed, this appears to be the most rural. They yes. seem to love it there. It's very remote. Yeah. We will also chat with the rock hopping single granny in Gozo, Malta. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. I love the idea of retiring to Malta. I'm not sure if we could do it, Gene, but we're going to try. <laughs> then we will finally hit the West Coast when we talk with Peggy Cleveland in Stylacum, Washington. Yeah. That looks like a great little town. Yeah, I think you might want to go there. Oh, yeah. Okay, see ya. <laughs> now, we know that Spain episodes are popular. We see those numbers rising, and it's amazing how many people love Spain. So we have an upcoming episode from the seaside city of Alicante, Spain, and that's going to be a joy to listen to. Yeah, and then something I'm interested in, many retirees are leaving the great state of California due to the high cost of living. But we finally found someone who's retiring to a California city, and hopefully that'll be on in the next few months. That'll Can't be wait. interesting to hear 
Yeah. We also hope to have at least one former guest who has moved again, who thought that the retirement home was the destination, but actually it looks like he has found something even better. Yeah. So what you think is your home of your dreams may not be. (laughs) So lesson learned there. Don't settle. If you're not happy, even if you've made the toughest move, even if you purged your entire life, even if you've thrown out the key to that storage room that you've been paying for for years. (laughs) No, but if we get if we move somewhere and we've done all this research. Yeah, but for some people, if they spend you know a lot of money and then it, it may be hard for them to move. So well, all I'm saying is that if that happens to us, I'm moving. Okay. I don't want to die or be somewhere yes, yes, where I'm going to be unhappy. For us, yes. Okay. I want to be in a place where we're accepted for who we are. I hope there's going to be a Trader Joe's. Oh, I forgot to add that to the list. You know, the airport was more important, did. but okay, I just did. <laughs> in conclusion, once again, we want to thank all of you for listening in dear friends and we wish you a healthy and peaceful 2022 yeah, you said it, Gil. healthy and peaceful i know please please let's have a healthy and peaceful 2022 so thank you everyone love you thank you we hope you've enjoyed this episode if you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us please reach out to us we'd love to hear from you Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.